Strava Craft Coffee. It's rich CBD-infused coffee that you can purchase in K-cups for your Keurig, whole bean, or ground. Purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20. Order online, it ships to you incredibly fast. You can try it at Carbon Cafe and Bar, Drip Denver, Slow High Coffee, Blue Sparrow Coffee, and Max Market. CBD is non-psychoactive, has been known to help long-term migraines, decreasing anxiety, arthritis, IBS, etc., CBD has done wonders for me, and since I've been drinking Strava Craft Coffee, I find myself much less jittery, and I promise you a schedule and lifestyle in where I drink a great deal of coffee. I was starting to feel the effects of it, but CBD has given me a ton more energy and focus with none of the shakes and all of the negative things that come from coffee. So remember to go online, purchase for 20% off using code DNVR20. And go. Ball in the air, deep right center go. field. Two run home run, Trevor Story. Way back, Myers, he'll watch it go Chuck Nasty. Two run home run, David Dahl. Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. I don't want to lose your love Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast presented by The Green Solution. Visit any one of their 17 Colorado locations or go online to mygreensolution.com. Use the promo code DNVR20 to get 20% off your entire purchase. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman, though I won't be your full host for today because we're going to introduce something new, a little bit different that we're going to start doing Almost every Monday, hopefully every Monday, as many Mondays as we possibly can, we're going to make Minor League Monday, at least to some extent, here on the podcast. And our guy Patrick Lyons will be taking the lead on those reports. Sometimes it's just going to be a section of the podcast. It'll depend on how much there is to discuss on the Minor League side. For this first one here, it's going to be pretty much the entire thing. Patrick is going to set the stage for you, let you know where the Rockies farm system is at right now, who you need to be keeping your eyes on, giving you some updates about what to be on the lookout for, which will be especially interesting here in spring training as a lot of these young guys are going to be given a great deal of playing time, especially early. So like I said, every Monday, be on the lookout for these reports on the minor leagues. They'll be bigger or smaller, depending on uh, what we need to be doing on that particular day. But we're going to try to do a few more of these. We've got some fun ideas for this season for how we can sort of differentiate between each of the daily podcasts and, and things that will separate them, something you can expect each Monday, each Tuesday, and so on and so forth. So minor league Mondays begin here and now. Today, you can kick back and relax with a nice Breckenridge brew. 
either the strawberry sky or the Colorado core are really, really hitting my taste buds just right this time of year. So make sure you got that stuff going for you. And I'm going to turn it over to Patrick. And we begin now with the first ever Minor League Monday. In the words of the great Elvis Costello, welcome to the working week. It's Monday, so let's talk Minor League Baseball. This is the inaugural Minor League Monday. I'll be your host, Patrick Lyons. You can follow me on Twitter at Patrick D. Lyons for all of our great coverage on the Colorado Rockies at DNVR underscore Rockies. This has been a long time coming, and uh, Drew and I are really excited to bring this to y'all out there, and Drew's going to be on a lot of these episodes that we end up doing together, but this is going to serve as a bit of a primer and recap for the 2019 season, brief look ahead at what to expect the rest of this spring, as well as the rest of the 2020 season. We'll get into Major League Baseball. Commissioner Rob Manfred wanting to retract by 42 minor league baseball teams. If you haven't already done a little bit of research into why Manfred wants to get rid of these teams in various communities around the country, Colorado Springs would be one of those that would be washed away off of the minor league geography map. So would the Grand Junction Rockies. And we're going to be talking about that all season long as we year up to the end of 2020 when the official PBA runs out between Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball. But let's start where it typically ends for most minor leaguers, and that's in AAA before they make that final step into the big leagues, into the bright lights and large expanse in the outfield of Coors Field. And let's talk about the Albuquerque Isotopes of the Pacific Coast League. Now, last year, they underperformed. They were last in the division, second worst in all of the Pacific Coast League. In fact, uh, they were 60 and 80, and uh, the season ultimately resulted in manager Glenn Allen Hill being removed as the skipper. Now, Hill had actually been a coach with Colorado back when their AAA affiliate was in Colorado Springs as the Sky Sox back in 2013. And to this point, he was the only Isotopes manager in franchise history since they became a Rockies affiliate. They have since turned the corner and hired Warren Schaefer, who was previously the manager for Hartford over the past two seasons. He is a real rising star amongst the ranks in the coaching helm for the Rockies. He's only 35 years old. He's been a manager for five years He was a coach for two years before that in Tri-City with the Dust Devils of the Northwest League. They were the precursor, of course, before the Boise Hawks. So he'd worked with Antonio Cinzatella and Tyler Anderson, Josh Fuentes, Mike Talkman. His first job was actually with Single-A Asheville from 2015 to 2017. He actually won the South Atlantic League Championship that year with players such as Dom Nunez, Jonathan Daza, Jesus Tinoco, Sam Howard, who's still in the organization. And for the past two seasons, he had a 500 winning percentage in AA in the Eastern League, including last year, seven games above 500. So he's coming in with you know big shoes to fill 
to a degree because so many of the guys that we talk to when they get into the clubhouse at Coors Field talk about what their development meant because of Glenn Allen Hill and the kind of a man that he was atop the organization there as part of the highest rung of the minor league system that they had. As for players, we won't get too deep in some of the guys that you've already seen with the Rockies and who you're going to see this year, but Sam Hilliard and Roberto Ramos, they were the two big boppers in 2019. They powered the team uh, almost single-handedly for 65 home runs. Uh, That's a lot. 65 homers in 125 games each. Hilliard, of course, got the call up in September, homered in his first ever game, and is a guy that is uh, pushing for the final spot on the roster. They've now expanded to 26 men, and Hilliard has a decent shot at being that last guy coming off the bench, or maybe even usurping Rymel Tapia and being a starter. As for Roberto Ramos, though, 25-year-old, he actually signed to play ball in Korea. Signed a half a million dollar deal to play with the LG Twins. And ultimately, that's that's probably a better option for him with Daniel Murphy and Ryan McMahon ahead of him on the depth chart, as it were. You know, he's he's pretty good around the bag, probably below average overall better suited for an American League team. But I think the guaranteed money of half a million dollars to go over, try to recapture some of his value in Korea, and maybe come back and, you know, it might take a few years, but maybe he can come back like uh, a Marcus Timms did for Milwaukee. I would also be remiss if I didn't mention that the Albuquerque Isotopes were once again selected as the winner of MILB's Copa de la Diversión, uh, a.k.a. the Fun Cup. It's a season-long event series that tries to get teams to really engage with the Latin American community um, that's in and around their area and their city. And after winning it in 2018, it was pretty much seemed like it would be impossible, uh, virtually impossible for them to go back-to-back. You know, MILB is going to want to try to spread the wealth. They ended up expanding the fun cup to about twice as many teams but as it were the work that their general manager John Traub did with that community was impressive once again and they are still the only winners of the fun cup as improbable as it seems they did it back to back seasons so very impressive for them they also did rename their ballpark Uh, It was previously known as The Lab. It is now the Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park. And uh, it's it's a fantastic facility. It's it's one of the best in all of minor league baseball. It it probably borders on, you know, maybe even being a a professional-type stadium. It's it's just missing that third deck, maybe um, some outfield seating, a little bit more than what they currently have. And... You could see a team, you know, bringing in maybe twenty-five thousand a night down there in Albuquerque because they are very passionate. They love their topes down there, and it's it's a fantastic spot. If you haven't taken the you know, anywhere from six to seven hour drive from Denver to go down to an Ice Topes game, you definitely got to make sure you do it this year. There's some interesting prospects that 
we'll be covering on each and every minor league Monday. You'll learn more about them. You're going to want to go and see them in person before they make their big splash like Sam Hilliard and Don Nunez and Josh Fuentes did this year. You can say you know them back when, all thanks to minor league Monday. So we're looking to do that for you this season. And when you go ahead and make those plans, sit down in front of a computer to book your hotel room, maybe you're going to fly down there. As you're making those plans, I'm sure you're going to have yourself a Breckenridge Brewery as it is the official beer of DNVR. Got to make sure you check out the Breckenridge Events calendar on thednvr.com to see what we've got planned. Oh my gosh, we've had a couple fantastic watch parties, a couple different celebrations in this past week. I know you've been following on Twitter. We'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them, no doubt about it. And if you want to make a wager, there's probably three to one odds that it's going to be a strawberry sky in someone's hand, one way or another. And while we're talking about the sky, let's jump on a plane and head east to Hartford, Connecticut, home of the AA Eastern League, Hartford Yard Goats, who had another record-breaking season. They brought in over 400,000 fans, led the entire league in attendance for the second straight year. They sold out Dunkin' Donuts Park 51 times. The final 29 games straight, a franchise record from July 3rd, so the beginning of July to the end of August, they were sold out. I know we've got a couple of folks that are going to be heading east, going to Cooperstown for Larry Walker's induction at the end of July, the final weekend in July, and they're going to want to take in a Yard Goats game. They probably should think about buying those tickets now. There's no joke. It's a Besides just being a beautiful festivity, again, it's another community that supports their team. And if, you, if you've got time, you got to make sure you, you squeeze in a Yard Goats game while you're celebrating Larry Walker's induction into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, on the field, they finished with the second most wins ever at 73. They had a, a very good first half, seven games above 500. They were at 500 in the second half. Third place overall, a couple Eastern League All-Stars worth pointing out. Colton Welker, Alan Trejo, Logan Cozart, Alexander Guillen, and Heath Holder, the last three, of course, on the pitching side. We'll talk about some more of those guys throughout the spring, as some of them are already in camp. Philip Deal and Rico Garcia, they began the season in AA. They worked their way through the challenging confines down there in Albuquerque um, to make their way onto the Rockies which is a rather impressive feat. Not too many guys will make that jump from double, double A up to the big leagues in one season. Ben Bowden, um, and yes, I did pronounce that correctly. Uh, if Drew's listening, he's hopefully he can take a page out of this book here. Um, but he pitched in the MLB Futures game July 7th in Cleveland as part of the All-Star Game festivities. And what you like to see about the team in Hartford is they can pitch. I can't say it's necessarily a pitcher's ballpark because the right field wall is something like 296 feet away from home plate. That is no joke. If you go there, it's, it was constructed in in a rather funny way. Uh, There were some lawsuits that went on when they constructed that ballpark for uh, the entire, I think it was the 2015 season. They were on the road the whole year. 
it was a it was a big challenge. It was a big challenge the first year as the Hartford Yard Goats, but they finally settled in. And overall, the Eastern League is a pitcher's league. And Yard Goats pitchers were tied for second with a 3.29 ERA. It was the best in, in franchise history. Starters were actually able to get through the entire five-man rotation during one spell in late April, early May. 33 and two-thirds innings without giving up a single earned run. Offensively, they were third with 115 home runs. And overall, if you go and look in, at what some of these young guys did in AA, the numbers are not going to jump off, jump out to you. It's not going to jump off the, the page in any way, shape, or form. And you're going to think, man, you know what? Tyler Nevin had a down season. Colton Welker had a very disappointing season. Came to his first spring camp down in Scottsdale at the beginning of 2019, working alongside Nolan Arenado. Obviously, some of that man's Hall of Fame resume had to have rubbed off on Welker. Well, ah, shoot, look at his numbers. They were actually a lot better than they appear on the page. You compare him to all the other players that spent a full season in AAA, or even those that, that were there for about two-thirds of the season. He was right at the top, right in the top 10 of all the typically important statistics as far as batting average, home runs, and RBIs. The same can be said, of course, for OPS. Those are probably much better indicators of a young player's offensive abilities, particularly those power numbers, because we know those doubles eventually turn into home runs when they reach the majors. They had five players hit 20 or more doubles. As I said, that's a really good indicator of what's to come. That's Tyler Nevin, again, Welker. Manny Melendez, who's a nice little sleeper. He's been an important guy in the organization at each step that he's been along the way. Brett Boswell, who a lot of fans got to see last spring. And Alan Trejo, who's been my pick as one of the most underrated players and underappreciated players in the entire system. The organization appreciates him. organization loves him. He actually skipped low A. He never played for the Asheville Tourists because of how they were able to project him and give him some challenge early on in his career. And he's, he's done it at every step. The bat might leave a little to be desired, but man, that guy can pick it with the best of them. And we're finally going to see that down at Salt River Fields this spring and I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say who go down there and and take a look and scout those players that come in the fifth and sixth inning after some of the starters get their second and third at bat of the game Alan Trejo what do you think definitely looking forward to hearing your thoughts on him he wears number 83 this spring but don't call him hey 83 say Trejo Trejo He'll turn around. Hopefully, he gives you a nice smile in appreciation of you knowing who he is and his potential. And there's a good chance it's a smile worthy of the Green Mountain Dental Group down there in Lakewood. Now, Green Mountain Dental Group is the best damn family-owned dentist practice in the metro area, and they are extreme Colorado sports fans just like us. Now, if you schedule cleaning an x-ray and exam, you will receive a free Sonic Care toothbrush. The same ones that keep my chompers 
sparkling white. And one of the reasons why I have not gotten a cavity in many, many years, thankfully. I have in the past, but I, uh, I do not want them anymore. It is a pain in the butt. And thanks to a free Sonicare toothbrush and a cleaning at Green Mountain Dental Group, you're not going to have to worry about that at all, especially because they treat you like family. That's kind of the nicest part of it all. They've, they've been a long-time DNVR partner. They show us love. So you know what? Please go show them love. They're only 15 minutes from downtown Denver. And keep in mind, really, the first step to good health is taking care of your mouth. So go get that free Sonicare toothbrush at Green Mountain Dental Group today. Let's go west. We're flying all over the country here. We're going to Lancaster, California to talk about the Lancaster Jethawks, who on the final day of the season needed a win to avoid their first losing record since 2011 when they were a Houston Astros affiliate. And they had a 21-year-old second baseman by the name of Jose Altuve, who had 408 and over 200 at-bats. And that's all I'll say about that. They did not get the win, unfortunately, so they did have a losing record. But the Jethawks were home to the California League's co-MVP, Luis Castro, who nearly won the Triple Crown. Had a fantastic season, finished second in batting average, but he was first in homers and RBI. He was just ahead of his teammate, Casey Golden, with 25 homers. RBI-wise, he had 98. He was in first by by a whopping 17. He also led an on-base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS. And yes, the rap on the Cali is, of course, that it is a hitter's haven. It's a good spot to go and really kind of boost your numbers. Feel good offensively. Not not so great for some pitchers, but it can be somewhat of a hitter's league. But bottom line is if you go out and you're the most dominant hitter in just about every single category, then it doesn't really matter how many home runs and how many RBI you had. You were just the best in the league. Now, Castro uh, did get an opportunity with Hartford midseason, but unfortunately, 24-year-old, he he struggled Um, after, after that, you know, bit of a challenge that he had in, in Hartford. He he did go back down to Lancaster where he kind of finished off that co-MVP season for the final 19 games of the year. And when it came time for it, um, you know, he was left off the 40-man roster. Again, 24 years old, former infielder that really, you know, kind of got pushed into the first base spot. And, you know, when... He was given that opportunity at Hartford. That was really his chance to kind of make the most of it. Rico Garcia dominated at High A Lancaster in 2018. And when he went up to Hartford, he continued to play really well. You know, he he catapulted into 2019, having similar success. Unfortunately for Luis Castro, that wasn't the case. Uh, he didn't get selected in a Rule 5 draft, but he was a minor league free agent at the season end, and he actually signed with Milwaukee on a minor league deal. I should point out that as far as the postseason rosters, uh, postseason all-star rosters were concerned, Castro, as well as shortstop Ryan Valade, who you will see him in spring at third base. You will even see him in the outfield. Matt Hearn and Tommy Doyle, who's also in camp down at Salt River Fields, Again, they were voted to the postseason all-star roster of the California League. All right, let's go east yet again. 
uh, for Asheville, Asheville, North Carolina, the tourists' historic franchise. In fact, they have been the only low-A affiliate of the Colorado Rockies since the Rockies have come into existence. It's their longest-standing affiliation with any team. It's actually one of the longest-standing affiliations in all of minor league baseball. There's not too many teams that will stick around for well over two decades. But Asheville and Colorado, they have been linked arm-in-arm since 93. Now, Asheville in 2019 missed out on the postseason by only two games after um, really quality second-half stretch where they were 39-31. and 31. Overall, they led the league in batting average, doubles, stolen bases, on-base percentage. On the pitching side, they did lead the league in holds, um, and they finished in the upper echelon in several other hitting and pitching categories. It was an exciting season. That was one where I was always looking forward to getting a recap of how the game ended because there was there was almost no game that the tourists were in last year that wasn't exciting. Keep in mind, all of these guys that played for Asheville last year are going to go up to Lancaster. Same thing, the Lancaster guys go up to Hartford. Hartford goes up to Albuquerque, and the hope is, after a full season in AAA, those guys are ready to do it in the big leagues. So, tourists, very exciting. They had nine walk-off wins, three via the walk-off home run. They actually matched a South Atlantic League record by blasting eight grand slams throughout the season. It's pretty impressive. They're actually one of only three teams to ever accomplish that feat in the history of the league, which dates back over 100 years. And they had some really good seasons from guys that could really work their way up into the top five of the national prospect rankings for the Rockies. Taron Vavra, he was the South Atlantic League MVP. Shortstop out of the University of Minnesota. He was a third-round pick, and he's he's been really quality since they selected him. And he could potentially rise to the majors in a similar fashion like Garrett Hampson did. We'll have to see what he does in Lancaster. He's still three levels away, but he could be a guy that you might see in Albuquerque, maybe late in the season, depending on what's going on with their year. But He'll be a guy that in 2021, he'll be getting a spring invite. They also had Willie McIver. He was also an Atlantic League all-star, a Sally all-star catcher, backstop. He's the next guy that there's some thought, okay, you know, Tom Murphy didn't really pan out, unfortunately, for the organization, but maybe Willie McIver will. There's that hope. You also had relievers Alexander Martinez and Jake Bird make the all-star team out of Asheville, who had an alternate jersey where they called themselves Beer City. And in the city of Denver, if you're talking about Beer City, you're probably talking about Blake Street Tavern. It's a block away from Coors Field, and we just had some fantastic events there. The Avs Watch Party on Saturday night was bonkers. Um, we were, we're still talking about it as a company, going back and forth. It was one of the best ones we've had yet. It was packed out. I think there was close to 100 people there. It was crazy. The next one we got coming up is this Friday. Got a Nuggets watch party down at Blake Street Tavern. 
Nuggets go against the Clippers. We're going to be giving away a pair of tickets down there at Blake Street Tavern. Of course, all our lawyer members will get a free Breck Brew on the house, courtesy of DNVR. Thank you. We love you for what you do for us. We're going to celebrate. We're going to have some of our DNVR merch there as well. And if you can't come down to Blake Street Tavern, just go to dnvrlocker.com. We got some we got some fire gear right now. I'm, I'm wearing my DNVR cap backwards because I'm cool. Um, can't see that, so I guess it doesn't, doesn't really count. Uh, but we got everything back in stock. And again, for me, the, it's the dad cap, snapbacks, and trucker caps. It's a tongue twister, but man, that's the stuff that you want to get. We got plenty more in stock, things that we haven't had in quite a long time. I know Avs fans are doing their best to try to sell out with that little 8-bit Nintendo uh, hockey character that we got that everybody loves so much. And, uh, you know, of course, we love that you love it. But our final two destinations here on Minor League Monday to kind of recap 2019, to get a feel for where the organization is headed, is Boise and Grand Junction of the Northwest League and Pioneer League, respectively. Boise finished dead last in the Northwest League South, but you know they had some really good appearances from their 2019 draftees. So for those who don't know, Boise and Grand Junction, they're both short season leagues. So after the draft is held in essentially mid-June, the players get uh, designated, relegated, if you will, to one of two locations. Grand Junction is the spot for a lot more of the high school kids who get taken, or maybe even some college players like Brenton Doyle, who we should be talking a lot about this season, who played at a Division II school. So the Rockies ultimately decided, you know what, That's, there's not too much of a difference between Grand Junction and Boise, but it's enough where, hey, let's err on the side of caution and place him in, in Grand Junction where it might be a little bit easier for him to manage with the pitching seen in that league. And then Boise are going to be players who, you know, Division One schools, or even guys who played in Grand Junction last year, but weren't ready to play a full season in Asheville. Because that's another element to this, is if a guy's not ready for full season ball in April to play at low A and to be traveling up and down the Atlantic Coast in the South Atlantic League, well, then he's going to stay at the facility in Scottsdale. He's going to work out there for the first couple months. Maybe he will go out to Asheville for a weekend if a guy gets hurt and they just kind of need a spot start at whichever position is in need. But ultimately, that guy's going to be working out, playing a little combine baseball at Salt River Fields, and then they'll go out to either Grand Junction or Boise, which is what you see from a lot of the kids that come from the Dominican League. Now, there's two teams that the Rockies have down there, and we're starting to see a lot of the fruits of their labor come to fruition, particularly with Grand Junction. But getting back to Boise, you saw their their first picks in Michael Toglia, Aaron Schunk, the third baseman, Jacob Wallace, and a familiar name, Certainly might not be a familiar face, and 
there is a resemblance to his father, but Jorvis, Jorvis Torrealba, who's also a member of the Boise Hawks this past year up there in Idaho. But Grand Junction, I'll talk more on that since they're always a little bit more exciting. They're also here in state, and they finished two games above 500 in their 74-game schedule. They're 38 and 36. Second place in the Pioneer League South. They missed the second half title by only three games. It would have been nice for them to extend their season a little bit, get into the playoffs there. Uh, but for those that were curious, um, the other team in our state, the Rocky Mountain Vibes, they finished 32 and 43. So they, they did not fare quite as well in their first season of existence down there in the Springs. But for the GJ Rockies, uh, left-handed pitcher Helcrease Olivares really impressed. And, you know, again, first season in America, we'll talk about him a lot more as he's a potential Rule 5 candidate that they may be forced to protect we also have right-handed pitcher Jacob Kostyshak, infielder Christian Koss, and then outfielders Bretton Doyle and Colin Simpson, who was the league MVP. So good season overall. Uh, no playoffs for Rockies affiliates, which doesn't mean too much. As again, we're, we're talking development, right? We're, we've got an organization in the Rockies who are developing players they're not necessarily about wins and losses. If they can win a game, they're going to do it. But, hey, look, if this guy is trying to get through an eighth inning, he's working on bigger things, like making sure he can spot his curveball and making sure he can get his composure together with runners on base. And winning or losing the game you know, becomes second to each player's development. So... That is what it is uh, for those of you out there that would, would love to see a, a championship. We haven't seen one in a while since that special Asheville team that I know Drew wrote about getting a lot of really great interviews from so many of those Asheville tourist players that, you know, that's that's the last championship in, in quite some time that the Rockies have won in their minor league system. But if you want a championship pizza, Championship pie, you got to go to Bojo's because that's the only place you can get the true Colorado mountain pie. It's your favorite, my favorite, locally owned, legendary, unbelievably delicious pizza joint. Unbelievably delicious pizza joint. It's both those things. It's Bojo's. Um, Mention DNVR. Even if you're not a subscriber, you can just mention it. Drop it. It's all good. Because when you do that, you're going to get some free honey cheese bread with the purchase of an entree. We got six Colorado locations. DoorDash delivers. The dough is made fresh daily. They infuse their dough with natural sweetener. I could go on and on, and I will. Because they even have gluten-free. They have cheeseless pizza. They got plant-based options. And possibly my favorite is their salad bar. I load up on salad. And then when it comes time for the pizza, that, that ultimately becomes the dessert. I get the crust, put a little honey on there. It's it's ridiculously good. Please, mention DNVR, free honey cheese bread with the purchase of an entree. You will thank me later. And you know what? We're going to end on the question of the week. We're going to bring it to you each and every Monday at the start of the working week for Minor League Monday. Our question of the week, it's 
brought to you by Sports Column, celebrating its 25th anniversary. Congratulations, Sports Column. So reach out to us in the comments or on Twitter with this. What is your favorite minor league baseball memory? Some of you have more than others. Some of you might not have ever even been to a minor league baseball game. If you're listening to this up in Wyoming or North Dakota or South Dakota, you don't even have minor league baseball right now, which sucks. It definitely sucks. And we know we've got fans out there all around the world, which baffles me, but that's that's cool. Our friends who listen to us over in, in Europe, Asia. Do we have any Australian listeners? Please let your voice be heard. If you've gone to an Australian baseball league game, I'll count that. That that works. Africa, South America, wherever you are, reach out to us. Let us know. Again, thanks to Sports Column. Our question of the week is, what is your favorite minor league baseball memory? Well, again, I'm Patrick Lyons, at Patrick D. Lyons. Follow me on Twitter. Appreciate you listening into this special edition that we're going to bring special to you every Monday. Because every Monday is special, isn't it? Have a great day. And have a great week. There is only one place you can get true Colorado mountain pie. And it's your favorite locally owned, legendary, unbelievably delicious pizza joint, Bojo's. Mention DNVR and get a free honey cheese bread with purchase of an entree at any one of their six Colorado locations. All offering this fantastic deal for our DNVR subscribers. They can also deliver to your door with DoorDash. They make their products fresh daily, containing locally sourced honey, infusing the dough with that natural sweetener. There's just really nothing better than finishing up a delicious Colorado mountain pie and then using that crust to soak up all of the honey. It really is one of my favorite things in life. They've got gluten-free options, cheeseless pizza, and plant-based options. A tremendous salad bar. They've always got sports on TV. So make sure to head down to whatever location is closest to you. Mention DNVR and get a free honey cheese bread with purchase of an entree at all the Bojo's locations. You'll have a great time. You'll have great pizza. Just remember to tell them who sent you.